Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful... Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley Pickle. Howdy, team. Happy you, Thanksgiving week. You doing all right? I am. I feel like I got to sneeze, but other than that. Do you have to, do you have to sneeze? <laughs> we no. go live to Ashley Pickle for a sneeze. <laughs> I'm not turning. I'm good now, but I'm not turning it on myself to sneeze. <laughs> today is Monday, November 22nd, 2021. We are three days from Thanksgiving. This is clutch. Three days till Thanksgiving. Uh, happy birthday to Stephen Van Zant. Do you know who Stephen Van Zant is? I don't. Stephen Van Zant. Some people may know him. He is a uh, musician in the. He plays guitar and mandolin in the uh, E Street Band, which is Bruce Springsteen's band. I don't care about that. You know who Stephen <laughs> Van Zant is? Who? He played Silvio Dante on The Sopranos. Ah, there you go. Sil. Sell. <laughs> yeah, happy 71st birthday to Stephen Van Zandt, a legend. Uh, this is episode 1,287. On today's show, guys, big, big, big show. I'm going to go in reverse order, okay? Okay. Back half of the show, we're going to reveal the cover of the 2021 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, Texas Football Rising. We've sent it to press on Monday, on Friday. We're going to sh- uh, t- show you the cover, who's on it, and uh, what we did with it. We're excited to show you. That's coming up here at the back half of the show. Before that, we're going to be talking with the head coach of the area regional semifinal bound, I should say, the area champion, Dublin Lions. Coach Greg Hardcastle will join us. Uh, Dublin is in the third round of the playoffs for the first time ever. How old were you when ever started? Mm. You weren't even born then. Probably not, right? no. No. I've, I've been to Dublin. I can say that. That's today's That's cool ever. story here on Football <laughs> Today. Thank you. Thank you. Have you been to Dublin? I have been to Dublin. You have? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we will talk with Greg Hardcastle, the head coach of those Dublin Lions, coming here at the back half of the show, and then we will both start with Monday morning fallout where we overreact to the football weekend. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was mm-hmm. Rob Hadaway, Aaron Arbuckle, Robert Legau, and Ryan Smiga. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, my friends. A lot to get to. No time to waste. Pickle! 
hit the air raid siren. It's time for Money Morning Fallout. Money Morning Fallout. Of course, when we overreact to the football weekend, and what a week to overreact to. Because I do think it would be overreaction if we were to go too far. Yes, I would but agree. Let's start with my three big thoughts. Thought number one. Which kind of hits this point. <laughs> chalkier. The wildest chalkier. Chalkier. Oh. <laughs> but only just. Um, so, I think last week, this time last week when we were doing Monday Morning Fallout, we were marveling at the wreckage <laughs> of yeah. the by district round. Uh, yeah, it was nice. Just going crazy. Oh my gosh, can you believe this happened? Can you believe that happened? This, that, and the other. Oh my gosh, amazing. This week, I would say more or less held the form. Now, yeah. and, and, and here's a perfect example of what I mean, okay? On, on the picks video, my high school football predictions uh, mm-hmm. for every uh, Texas high school football game, uh, I went a grand total. Did you see this? Did you hear about this, Kev? I did not. I saw Steps total. I didn't look at yours. I went 152 and 23. Now, we should say there's one more game that's still being played today because yes. of the tragedy out in Andrews. Andrews and Springtown? Yes. Andrews and Springtown are playing today at 2 o'clock. So there's one more game in the, in, the, in the area around that we have to get to. But of the 175 games that have been played... I went 152 and 23. Okay, that's not me bragging. Nah, that much. I think that it is not only me bragging, but what it is is because I think when people look at the picks, I think they will also say that generally speaking, I only I only put myself out on a limb a couple of times. Right? Yeah, that's fair. I usually go pretty chalky, mm-hmm. and so whenever whenever there and this is this is going to sound really self important, but like whenever. The, the picks video ends up being like a 500 proposition, that means there was a lot of chaos yep. because there were a lot of upsets. Because mm-hmm. generally speaking, I play it by the book. I play it pretty pretty safe on right. my picks. Okay? That's just what I'm saying. So this week, it was pretty chalky. Now, that said, that's not to say that there weren't some pretty big stunners up there. Yeah, it was chalky as in like there were upsets, but it wasn't like we expect a certain amount of upsets, you know, it you expect a certain spread. percentage. Okay. So here's an example of the upsets that did happen. I think the one that kind of caught everybody by surprise was Frisco Wakeland's win over Highland Park. Yes. Okay. I think it's I think it's well, Highland Park's one of those teams where it's news anytime they lose, mm-hmm. right? Because they just they don't lose very often. Right. But Frisco Wakeland I think people people are a little bit shocked that I don't think it's that big of an upset. Um Wakeland's a good team. Wakeland coming into the playoffs had two losses on the year. Their losses were to Frisco Lone Star and to Denton Ryan. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, right? They went out there and absolutely, they, they took the fight to Highland Park. They were winning for large portions of this game, but down the stretch, they come up with a touchdown uh, touchdown with under 30 seconds left and then go for two and get it to win 29 Which, by the way, just going to throw this out there, we talk about this a lot, love the call there. Oh, love the call to go no. for two. You don't want to go into overtime no, with no. a tenured program like that. And we talked with Marty Secord, the head coach at, at Wakeland and Scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were able to scramble and get him on, and and he said, "I don't want to." He he said, he, I, "I think I don't know if this is a direct quote, but it was something very similar to, I don't want to go to overtime with Highland Park.' No, absolutely not. A hundred percent agree, yeah. coach. If you got an opportunity to win it, you do it. The other upsets, I think, cross the state. Uh, this was a Saturday game, but Tidehaven over Odom, I think, was a bit of an upset. Mm-hmm. Odom was undefeated, and Tidehaven went and got the got the big win. I'm sorry, Pickle. Hmm. San Diego over Lano. Give yeah. credit bo- to Bo Choa's Vaqueros. They are cruising right now, feeling very good about themselves. They take out the defending uh, uh, regional champion. Lano shot themselves. By take, take, 
so bad. <laughs> but the, give some flour. Give, oh, give yeah. No, I mean, they capitalized on the opportunities that were given. How about Louisville over Arlington Martin? Yeah, that was... It's a bit of a stunner because I, that think, was. That, I think that, like, Louisville's one of those teams that they have a... They're really good at one side of the ball offensively, mm-hmm. and you're thinking, okay, well, they're going to run into a team that's like a lot more, like maybe complete, yes. like in, in in Martin. Well, and they were a team too that we were really high on to start the year, and then they hit that lull, and we're going, okay, was that just a front? But now it's like, okay, well, they're playing their best no. ball late in the season, which is what you want. If you go through a lull in the second half of the season, then whatever. I will but... also just say, because I'm so rarely right. Yeah. Go run back the tape on like the preseason editions of Tep and Step, mm-hmm. and I was telling y'all, I was like, guys, Louisville's gonna be fun. Louisville's yeah. gonna gonna roll. Now they've got South Lake coming up, mm-hmm. so that's another. Who knows? That's yeah. that's an upset potential. And then there was Fredericksburg. Fredericksburg took down Corpus Christi Cal Allen, and probably what was the biggest upset of the week. Yep. And Cal Allen, it felt like Cal Allen never got into gear this year. Uh, and you give a lot of credit to Fredericksburg. They 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 were able to slow down that rushing attack and come up with big time plays of themselves. The Betlam Billies are through to the regional semifinals. And taking on um, the fighting Will Wilkerson's. Taking on Pleasanton, which so, is another kind of shocker. Well, yeah, Pleasanton <laughs> in the third round. So anyway, it, it was chalkier compared to the regional to the, to the by district round. The mm-hmm. area round was, but certainly um, not not exactly the uh, fireworks exactly factory the fireworks <laughs> that we we come that if you were if you thought that the first round was going to be like that. It was going to be like that yeah. the whole time. Obviously, the, we, to say also, yeah. uh, College Station taking it to Lone Star. Uh, w- <laughs> Whoops, sorry. We'll get to them. Thought number two: trust the process. So, the big game this week in college football was UTSA and UAB. Yes, UTSA and UAB, and uh, UTSA. If you didn't hear, scored a touchdown in the final moments. Like uh, literally, as the literally clock as as time expired. Um, to win, uh, to win. Uh, what was the final score? Um, twenty-eight, twenty-four. Is that right? Yes. And they 24? they hit the big guy. Yes. So it was. Uh, I'm sorry. Thirty-one, thirty-four was the final, and it was Frank Harris on third down with with literally seven seconds left. Uh, he found um, he found was it Cardin- Oscar Cardenas for a game-winning one-yard touchdown pass after he dropped the snap, threw it, it got tipped. Cardenas caught it in the end zone. It's a marvelous play. If you haven't seen it, it's unbelievable. Um, but the Alamo Dome was rocking. The Alamo Dome was going absolutely berserker, as it should have been. And it's such a great moment for that program. It's the biggest moment in, in UTSA football history. And it struck me, it struck me, in a lot of ways, after thinking about it, how that play is so emblematic and so indicative of the process that UTSA is trying to install here. Because you had Frank Harris, quarterback from Shirts Clements, from the San Antonio area, throwing a the biggest pass in UTSA history mm-hmm. to Oscar Cardenas. Do you know where Oscar Cardenas went? Mm-mm. San Antonio Brandeis. Mm. Okay? San Antonio to San Antonio with 2-1-0 on their helmet. The helmets were sick. For the biggest moment in UTSA history. You hear about trusting the process. The process worked. Mm-hmm. The process has them on the precipice of an undefeated regular season. They're hosting the They're conference hosting championship. hosting the conference championship game. And, and, and they, have, they have decided all these places. Uh, SMU does the same thing. We want to draw a circle around DFW. We just want to recruit around here. UTSA is doing it, and it's working. 
and it's got them at the top of the at the top of the UTSA, uh, top of the Conference USA world right now. So UTSA, trust the process. And thought number three, a Thanksgiving feast. Pickle, yeah, pickle. It's the best best week of the year. Yes, best week of the year is Thanksgiving week. And I know I say this every year. <laughs> like it struck me, it, it, w- this happened at twelve fifteen on Friday night, Saturday morning. I was on scoreboard. I'm doing. I'm sitting there, and I'm like looking at some of the games that are coming in. Steph starting to tweet out pairings and stuff. He goes, yep. "Hey, you know it's going to be Manville versus Four Pin Hightower. Hey, hey, Denton Ryan takes on Longview. You know, uh, 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 Stephenville takes on Argyle. They're mm-hmm. going to play, you know, at, at, at Mansfield or whatever." And like every time I tweet, I'm like, I just found myself going like, "Dang, it's a really good game, man! It's a really good game. Wow, it's a really good game." And I had to remind myself like, "Yeah, hey, dummy, idiot." <laughs> Of course they're good games. It's the regional semifinal round. There's only 16 teams left in every bracket. There's eight teams left in every in every six-man bracket. Yeah. Like, of course they're great games. What are you thinking? But it is a massive week. And by the way, I'll just throw this out there. I, I don't know what your family situation's like, and I don't need to know. Don't leave it in the comments. I don't care. But if you are, if you've got family in town and you're looking for something to do, that there's a high school football game near you on Friday. And the great thing about this week is because all everyone's off this on week. On Thursday, yeah. Everyone's off, and everyone's off on Friday. Well, no, there is one game on Thursday. There is one game on Thursday. Thank you, New- thank you, West Rusk and Dangerfield, for having the courage to play on Thursday. But the bunch of games Friday, and it's not just 7 o'clock kicks. It's no, of, it's they start of, at noon. A lot of noons, a lot of twos, a lot of All fives, the way to 7.30. All the way through. So if you are looking to get your family out of the house... Do something with the family. Mm-hmm. Cheap entertainment. You can do that, or you can watch Texan Live. We'll have a bunch of games there. We will have a ton of really, really good games on Texan Live this so week. So there you go. It's a Thanksgiving feast this week. Three helmet stickers. A helmet sticker for Melissa running back Ashton Mitchell Johnson. Now, Melissa was on the ropes. Mm-hmm. Melissa was taking on Midlothian Heritage, and they needed every bit of a comeback but Miss, uh, Ashton Mitchell Johnson went nuts. 26 carries, 134 yards, and five touchdowns on the ground to pace Melissa's comeback win over Midlothian Heritage. A helmet sticker to UTEP wide receiver Jacob Cowing. Uh, now, now Rice had them. This game was, I believe, um, I believe it was 21-14 at half, or they were down 21-14 at half. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it was going one-way traffic. But instead, UTEP storms back. Jacob Cowing catches 11 passes for 170 yards and, and a touchdown. Make him a Bolitnikoff Award finalist, you cowards. Mm-hmm. And finally, a helmet sticker to El Campo running back Ruben Owens. We were here for the DCTF watch along. We were, and that was the first time I'd ever watched a full El Campo game. Welcome. I'd seen a lot of I'd seen a lot of highlights and stuff like that, but how right. can be deceiving. No, it's it's like that for Y'all. four quarters, four Y'all. full quarters. It's every game. It's nuts what he does. Uh, he's he's an incredible player. The numbers are impressive: thirty six carries, three hundred twenty one yards, four touchdowns rushing. He had a big thirty eight yard reception early in the game too. He's just a freak show out there. El Campo running back Ruben Owens, a helmet sticker for him. Three teams to watch. Let's talk about College Station. You were there. I was. Step was there. He was. I don't want to go too far, but I'm comfortable saying that is one of the most impressive victories for a Texas high school football team 
this season? The first the first play of the game, College Station deferred, and they were on defense. And, I mean, they just blew past to get to Garrett Rangel. And I said, oh, okay, is it going to be like this all game? And it was. College Station thumped yeah. Frisco Lone Star. Thumped them. And, by the way, you know, look, Denton Ryan's going to have their hands full this week against Longview, and College Station's got to get past a very – confident Wakeland bunch this week. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. But let's just say the College Station and Ryan weren't to meet. We now have two uh, common opponents. I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. We have two common opponents. College Station has played both Magnolia West yes. and Frisco Lone Star. Beat both of them. Beat both of them. Magnolia West was a way more competitive game than it was against Lone Star. Yes. Ryan beat Magnolia West by eight mm-hmm. and Lone Star by one. College Station beat Magnolia West by 21 and Lone Star by 34. Mm-hmm. College Station right now has to be the favorite in 5A Division One. Yes. I don't think that's really a hot take. No. What they, lo- what they did on Friday night was ro- wildly impressive. And there were a lot of people there that have seen those other teams, and I won't say like specifically which ones, mm-hmm. but we were kind of going through the list, and anyone that had seen another team said there's no way they can compete with College State. If they played like they did I mean, the they other looked, night, they there's ugly. no way any of those teams could compete with them if they played to that caliber. Baylor. So Baylor gets a win over Oklahoma State. It's an important win for them, or Kansas mm-hmm. State, rather. Uh, Gary Bohannon does go down in this game. I don't know what his status is, but it, he came back and he did not look good. Uh, they bring in Blake Shapin. He was fine. He's a, kind of a nice care, caretaker of the offense. So Baylor, keep an eye on them because Baylor, the thing is, they do get Tech this week. Now they're going to be favored over Tech. But more importantly, they will be watching Bedlam very carefully. Yes. Because Oklahoma and Oklahoma State play. If Oklahoma beats Oklahoma State, then it's going to be a rematch the next week. Mm-hmm. It'll be Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State Part in, two. in the Big 12 <laughs> Championship and they'll play back-to-back weeks. If Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma, then Baylor goes to the Big 12 championship game for a rematch with Oklahoma State. Yes. So keep an eye so on that. So everyone's got their uh, everyone's saying got their, go pokes. Everyone's got their orange pom-poms. Yeah. On. And Schulenberg, one of the very few, um, one of the very few um, four seats that mm-hmm. are left. Remember, Schulenberg knocked off Mason in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, they get another win. They have now improved to six and six on the year. <laughs> Keep an eye on Schulenberg, although this week they do get Shiner. But big doings for the Shorthorns. Finally, three to see. Brock versus Jim Ned, volume two. I think Electric a 2 p.m. kick. 2 p.m. kick in Brownwood. Uh, Electric Boogaloo. Um, two teams that have been number one and number two in 3A Division One all year long. Uh, Brock is itching for some revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Ned has looked every bit the part of the number one team in the state. Yep. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun out there in Brownwood. SFA and Incarnate Word. Let's the, go. The FCS playoff bracket came out. It did. And now, if you want to talk about drama, <laughs> Incarnate Word, representing the Southland, taking on Stephen F. Austin, who left the Southland to go to the WAC. And yep. by the way, if Incarnate Word wins, you know who they get? <laughs> Sam. Not who you want to be facing up against. But another team that left the Southland. Yep. Drama there, but it'll be a lot of fun, Stephen F. Austin and Incarnate Word. Finally, speaking of speaking of uh, drama, Euless Trinity and Allen, Volume Two. Yeah, you got to think revenge is coming this for was, that one. This was, of course, the Ollie Gordon game last year, mm-hmm. where Ollie Gordon ran for four hundred plus and and almost single handedly eliminated Allen. Uh, this game is at Allen Eagle Stadium, 
And so that'll add a little bit of intrigue, but I do think that, that game's going Which to is wild because the, when Allen got knocked out the year before last, it was basically Jackson Smith and the Jigba single-handedly doing it. So it's like they, someone just decides to pop off every year. be a lot of fun. Those are three to see. That's Monday morning fallout. We are at Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Pickle. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in partnership with Ozarka, is proud to honor one team from each classification with the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Week Award. The team selected throughout the course of this program have exemplified the best in Texas high school football. Your Week 13... Yeah. Correct. Second round of the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> Ozarka Fueled by Nature Teams of the Week. In 6A, Laredo United South. The Panthers got a big game from sophomore quarterback Luis Cisneros, and the defense shut down a tough Harlingen attack to bring home a 24-7 victory, advancing to the third round of the playoffs for just the second time in program history. In 5A, Frisco Wakeland. In one of the stunners of the playoffs, Jared White found Trip Reardon for a touchdown pass with 27 seconds remaining, and White ran for the go-ahead two-point conversion to take down perennial power Highland Park 29-28. In 4A, Texarkana Pleasant Grove. The Young Hawks were not phased by the bright playoff lights, stopping Glenn Rose's would-be game-tying two-point conversion in double overtime to seal a 36-34 victory and move on to the regional semifinals. In 3A, Riesel rallying from an early deficit. The Indians got a go-ahead touchdown run from Kyson Dietrich on the third quarter, and the defense made it stand up, beating Natalia 10-8 to go from fourth place in district to the regional semifinals. And 2A, Wortham, a fourth-place finisher in their own district. The Bulldogs are through to the third round of the playoffs for the first time since 2000 with a 38-22 win over West Sabine. In 1A, Klondike, avenging last season's second-round loss to groom the Cougars, jumped out to an early lead and never looked back, topping the Tigers 72-58 to to move to 11-1 of the year, the most wins in a season since 1995. And finally, in the private school ranks, Lubbock Trinity Christian. Fueled by a terrific defensive effort, the Lions held down previously unbeaten Arlington Grace Prep and used a second-quarter surge to advance to the TAP Division Three state semifinals with a 16-7 victory. So those are your Week 13 Ozarka Fueled by Nature Teams of the Week. Congratulations to all the schools. We salute you. For more, that, for more information, visit TexasFootball.com. And now, a word from our friends at From Now On. From Now On is a proud sponsor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and your school's one-stop shop for community connection. Simplify your athletic communications with From Now On. Their FanX platform gives schools at all levels of the game a one-stop shop mobile experience that makes driving communication, creating engagement, and generating revenue easy. From Now On helps connect your school community with everything they need to win on game day. Schedules, streams, digital tickets, real-time notifications, and more. Learn more by visiting their website at from-now-on.com or follow them on Twitter or Instagram at fromnowonexp. Fast scans, happy fans. Let's go to the hotline and let's bring in the head coach of the regional semifinalist Dublin Lions. We're joined by Coach Greg Hardcastle. Coach, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Greg? I'm excellent. How are things in beautiful Dublin, Texas? Oh, beautiful weather today. Uh, you know, great workout this morning, and uh, uh, you know, really excited about the opportunity we have this week. Practicing on Thanksgiving week, they ain't nothing wrong uh, with that. And and the reason you guys are practicing Thanksgiving week is because of your forty-one thirty-five win over Palmer last week to advance to the uh, regional, the third round of the playoffs for the first time in program history. Um, 
I want to get into the to the uh, I want to get into you know the the you taking over the program and all that fun stuff. But but first and foremost, what is it about this team that has them rolling right now uh, to places that that Dublin has never been before? Well, you know uh, these kids they just they just keep fighting. They never give up. You know we've had some some times where uh, you know uh, we've been down, but you know they they, they fight back. You know uh, you know we still came up short a couple of times, but. You know they 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 really don't give in. Uh, you know uh, uh, you know a year ago we were one and eight, and a lot of these guys were were injured or sick or and things like that, and and they've really come back and, and been strong leaders for us this year, and and uh, I think just you know had that determination that uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna show people what we're really about. Well, and, you know you mentioned that, that that this was a program that was one and eight last year. I think it's important to to to, to note that. That was not necessarily indicative of the recent history of the program. That was an outlier. You know, uh, the previous years before that, you guys had been eight and three. Uh, you know, with with Coach Bob Cervetto, the you know the the, the legendary coach there there at Dublin. You take over for them, uh, take over the Dublin program, where it's not. You know, I think it's safe to say there wasn't anything wrong with the program. You know, the program was was doing pretty good things under Coach Cervetto. Uh, so how do you, as the offense coordinator, getting promoted to the to the big chair, how do you go about putting your stamp on the program while still keeping what are really the good bones of the program together? How did you go about, you know, putting your stamp on it? Well, you know, just, uh, you know, like I said, it, it was, you know, encouraging the kids and, 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 and you know, building on what we had done in the past you know uh, uh like you said you know we had we were eight and three two years in a row there and then and had a little dip last year uh you know like i say due to some injuries and stuff and you know a lot of these guys that are that are that were are our big you know big time players this year were were out last year and so uh you know with the injuries whatever but uh you know just just uh you know coming in and 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 really just trying to keep the program rolling you know uh uh you know i, I I'm not the 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 big uh, I guess the big motivational guy that, that Coach Cervetto was, but you know I just try to say you know talk to kids about you know we got to be studying we got to do what we do and uh, uh, you know do our job every down every snap and, and just you know play as hard as we can. Talking with Greg Harcastle, the head coach of the Dublin Lions here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation hashtag TF Today, uh, Coach. Uh, one thing of note here is that. Each of the, your last seven games have been one-score games. Um, have you considered not doing that? Have you considered maybe going out there and blowing a team out? <laughs> yes. You know, that, that's one of the things that we've talked about as a coaching staff is, you know, uh, we like to keep it interesting. You know, uh, uh, you know, I, you know, last week we, we got up three – we were up three scores on Palmer. And, and uh, you know, of course, to their credit, they came back and came, you know, got after the second half. And uh, But, you know, in the end – uh, you know, we made some plays when we had to. You know, they would draw within one score, and we, we scored to go ahead two scores again, and and uh, uh, you know, and then and then we're able to hold them off there at the end. But uh, uh, you know, uh, just <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it'd be nice to have have one of those type of games. But uh, but you know, I think that that has has really shown the the I guess the medal of this team uh, that you know. Uh, they're going to continue to fight and scrap and 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 play hard, uh, and, and and really that's one of the things that we've talked about in the playoffs. You know, uh, as we've dealt with these close games, is that that you know we're prepared for that because of our district schedule. You know, I, in our district, mm-hmm. uh, 
the, every game in the district, it seemed like, was decided by one score or less. Mm-hmm. You know, not just our games, but everybody throughout the whole district schedule. And so, you know, it was it was a tough district to get out of. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, nobody went undefeated. Uh, so, you know, uh, we feel like that prepared us for the playoffs very well. Um, another guy who has really stepped up for you guys all year long, I think one of the most underappreciated players in the state is, is, is your QB1, Chris Teton, who is unbelievable. He's thrown for, for those who don't know, he's thrown for 3,700 yards and, and, thir- and 39 touchdowns on the season. Um, you know, look, the numbers, Coach, are outrageous, but you're the guy who sees him every day in practice. What is it about Chris Teton that, that really sets him apart? Well, you know, he, he's really matured since last year. You know, he was kind of thrust in there as a sophomore last year and, you know, whether kind of whether he was ready for it or not. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, had some struggles last year. Uh, but but yet, you know, as a freshman, he was able to kind of uh, learn under Kai Wing, our, our previous guy. And, uh, uh, you know, so he, he you know, he, he, he took some lessons from Kai. But, uh, but you know, Chris is his own guy, too. So uh, but he, he's done a really, really uh, great job of of distributing the ball to our receivers. You know, we're we're, we're very balanced, uh, uh, you know, as far as who, you know, we don't just have one receiver that stands out. You know, we've we've got different guys that we can get the ball to and they can all make plays. And, and he's done a great job of doing that and, you know, going through his progressions and and, and getting it to the open guy. You you know you mentioned you guys had a great practice this morning. I'm interested in what the what the you know what the vibe around the program is like right right now. You guys are making some history. You guys are into the third round for the first time in program history. Is there is there a little extra pep in the step there at, at practice? Even though you know you know it's it's Thanksgiving week, we got all these things. But is there a little extra a little extra energy out there right now? Oh yes, you know uh, guys are really fired up to have this opportunity. You know and 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 you know Gunners a great team, mm-hmm. uh, but you know we're we're gonna. Uh, do our best to, 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 you know, give them all we got and uh, just see where everything falls. Uh, you mentioned it. Uh, we're talking with Greg Harcastle, the head coach of the Dublin Lions here on Texas Football Today. You can involve the conversation hashtag TF Today. Coach, you mentioned it. Uh, it's on to the next one. Next one is 2 o'clock Friday afternoon. They're at Pennington Field in Bedford, Texas, as you will draw the number two team in the state, the Gunner Tigers. I know you're deep into film on them. I don't want to ask you to give away your game plan here on the Internet, but uh, when you take a look at what you're up against on on Friday, uh, what's it going to take for you guys to come away with a win? Well, you know, we're just going to have to do what we do. We've got to execute, and we've we've got to play hard for four quarters. You know, and and uh, you know they're a talented team, but we got some talented guys too. And uh, you know that, that, that's what I told told the kids this morning. You know, we got talented guys. Let's go. Let's go. Give them all we got, and and you know, give it our best shot, and and, and see see where everything ends up. You know, uh, uh, you know. We, uh, uh, like I say, we've never been to this point. They have, you know, they're, they're more, they're experienced in this, but, you know, uh, uh, like I say, we've played tough games the last, you know, seven weeks. And, uh, so I think that, that's a, that helps us. He's Greg Hardcastle. He's the head coach of the regional semifinalist Dublin Lions. Coach, congratulations on your fantastic season so far. We're so looking forward to seeing what you guys do Friday and, uh, go get them. All right. Thank you, Greg. There he goes. Greg Hardcastle. Head coach of the Dublin Lions. Coach named Greg. Six and a Immediately say, trustworthy. The immediately am- a guy that we like. <laughs> the amount of Gregs on this show has Gregs. got to decrease. A lot of Gregs. Coach Hardcastle can stay. Hey, you hey. have to leave. Hey, Pickle, I have a question. Yeah. Who scored all the Cowboys points yesterday? Greg the leg. Darn right he did. <laughs> Big week for Gregs. Big week for Gregs. It's my favorite week. We have Greg Hardcastle. They're cruising. Right? Greg the leg's doing big things. Yeah, what, gonna- are, what are you doing? That's the question. Most of the internet show. <laughs>
Uh, anyway, uh, excited to see what they do. They're going to be, I think he, I, I think anybody would look at this and say, you know what? Gunner's going to be a favorite in that game. I think that's fair to say. But at the same time, this is a Dublin team that's brimming with confidence. And that is a dangerous team to play. Yeah. And that, I'm telling you, Chris Teton, that kick can sling it. Okay. Yeah. How many, how many quarterbacks have 3,800 passing yards a season? Right? Not many. They ask a lot of him, but he comes up with big plays. That's one of those things, too. There's almost nothing more dangerous than an underdog team in the playoffs that's just got the confidence exactly about him. Right. Because someone else, like it, maybe it may be a Highland Park-Wakeland situation. Mm-hmm. You know, like the team that everyone thinks is going to win gets caught sleeping, and then there comes the confidence. Yes, exactly right. So we appreciate uh, uh, Greg Hardcastle of Dublin hopping on with us. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCT. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Pickle. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in conjunction with the Texas Bulls, proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most serving high schooler in the state of Texas. Each Monday, TexasFootball.com announces 10 candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on field performance. We then leave it up to you. Voting is open at texasfootball.com right now. Your uh, voting closes each Friday at noon, with the winner being announced shortly thereafter. We will not have a show on Friday, so we will need to um, make sure that we'll, we'll announce on social media. But we won't have a show Thursday or Friday, just right, throwing Thursday that out or there. Friday, but we will announce it uh, on social media and stuff, yes. and then we'll circle back Monday and let you guys know who won. Your Week 13. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Tech Football Player <laughs> of the Week nominees. Lorena wide receiver and punter Jaden Porter. Five catches, 139 yards, and two touchdowns receiving, 61 yards and a touchdown rushing, and he averaged 52 yards per punt. Pretty good. Goodness. Gregory Portland quarterback Brandon Redden, he went 21 of 24 for 373 yards and six touchdowns passing, and Gregory Portland's win over Montgomery. Previously, I'm beating Montgomery. My regional pick. <clears throat> Wichita Falls Hershey wide receiver Jaleel Minifield. Three catches, 187 yards, three touchdowns receiving, three carries, 60 yards, touchdown rushing. So let's just sum this up. He (laughs) He touched the ball six times, and he scored four times. Goodness. Again, not a math major. Congratulations congratulations on the two tackles. (laughs) They tackled him twice. (laughs) College Station running back Marquise Collins. Will you vouch for this one? Oh, boy. He turned on the Jets. 33 carries, 308 yards, six touchdowns rushing against uh, Frisco Lone Star. Wild. Gladewater athlete DJ Allen. Uh, Somewhere Ishmael Johnson is yelling. Matt Step, Matt Step called this, and he said they're going to unleash DJ Allen, and boy, they unleash him. 106 yards, two touchdowns rushing, three catches, 130 yards, a touchdown receiving. He threw for 12 uh Three, threw for 12 yards, and he had four tackles. Whitesboro running back defensive back Torin Nagelstad. Five catches, 88 yards, touchdown receiving, 11 tackles, three interceptions, and he took one of those interceptions back for a touchdown. Have yourself a day. Jim Ned running back and defensive back Xavier Wisher. 35 carries, 327 yards, and five touchdowns rushing, and another eight tackles. He does it every week. <laughs> if you guys would just vote him player of the week, we'll quit nominating. Yeah. <laughs> Houston CE King running back Jarrell Wimbley, speaking of every week. Yeah. 29 carries, 312 yards, and five touchdowns on the ground. Wink quarterback and linebacker Cannon Gibson. Wink over Clarendon was a big upset. Yeah, it was. Not necessarily an upset, but the, the way they did it. 182 yards, five touchdowns passing, 169 yards, touchdown rushing, 18 tackles, two tackles for loss, and a forced fumble. And finally, Edinburgh Valor running back P.J. Rivera, 41 carries, 382 yards, and three touchdowns on the ground for the Sabercats. So those are your Week 13 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week nominees. Vote now. 
Vote early, vote often, vote now on TexasFootball.com. All right, Pickle. It's time to do one more thing today. And that is, it's time to unveil the cover of the 2021 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Rising Magazine, our recruiting edition. The cover, uh, the cover reveal is presented by our friends at Reveal, reveal Suits. Which is so fitting. Uh, fitting. Cover, reveal. Oh, my gosh. The puns fitting. just keep it's coming. It's revealsuits.com. <laughs> So our friends at Reveal Suits, revealsuits.com. If you don't know what Reveal Suits is, do we have the, the little we graphic sure up? We sure do. Reveal Suits does custom-made suits with custom-made linings. So, for example, they were nice enough to hook me up with a Dave Campbell suit. It's so cool. Look at that thing. That is so cool. It's incredible. It's revealsuits.com. You wore it on Friday, right? I wore it on Friday. On scoreboard? The fi- uh, on, football, on Friday? football Friday and scoreboard. The fine folks at Reveal Suits. It's revealsuits.com. Thank you for sponsoring uh, this year's Dave Campbell's Texas Football, Texas Football Rising cover reveal. So go to revealsuits.com and, uh, and and check out what they got going because it is very cool. If you've got, They've got a ton of licenses for colleges. Mm-hmm. So if you went to, for example, if you're if you're a Texas fan, yeah. if you're a University of Texas fan, you can get a burnt orange like blazer with the, with like, the, yeah. with the horns inside. Of it. Right. They've got That's a, so cool. They've got a ton That's such of a flex. <laughs> they've got a ton of things over there. Uh, and so make sure they've, they've got a whole list of their licensed colleges uh, on Texas there. So I believe, I know they've got Texas. I know they've got Abilene Christian. I'm just scrolling oh, through. And How many times on Friday did you like go? They've got Tech. They've got <laughs> Texas State. Hey, they've look. got Texas Southern, TCU, all of those things. So Texas, uh, so it's revealsuits.com. Go check them out. They're, uh, pre- uh, they're presenting this year's Dave Campbell's Texas Football Rising cover reveal. You remember last year who was on the cover? Pickle. Yes. Jatavian Sanders. That is true. Jatavian Sanders. This year, we're very excited to reveal the cover of the 2021-22 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Rising Magazine. And boom! Featuring five-star defensive back Denver Harris from Galena Park North Shore. The headline, lock it down. It's the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Rising 2021-2022 Recruiting Guide. It's got expert breakdown of more than 400 recruits across state. Class 2022, 23, 24, stinking 25. Oh, we're getting old. Freshmen. We're getting old. We've got the top 25 <laughs> freshmen in there, uh, courtesy of our, our buddy uh, Greg Powers and Next Level Athlete, working very hard on that. Uh, I want to say that we, we want to thank Coach John Kay, the mm-hmm. coach at Galena Park Northern, and, of course, Denver for his time. We had an awesome time there at the photo shoot. We, uh, it, was, it was our uh, – we, we were able to hire Juan De Leon, who is an outstanding photographer down there. Yeah, he crushed there. it. And, and the photos, he said, we had – we, we had a p- literal plethora of photos. We had so many great photos to choose from. We were really excited about this one uh, featuring five-star It was hard to back, choose. <laughs> Denver Harris. They're all good. Uh, five-star defensive back Denver Harris, who is our recruit, the cover boy of the 2021 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Rising, our recruiting guide. Uh, if you are a... Um, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Uh, it will be mailed to you directly off the presses. It's being printed right now, I should tell you, so it's not yes. out anywhere yet. But then it'll start hitting shelves uh, in early to mid-December if you want to go pick one up there. But it pr- breaks down more than 400 prospects around the state. We're very excited. We pr- appreciate our friends at Reveal Suits for sponsoring the cover reveal of the 2021-2022 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Rising magazine featuring five-star defensive back Denver Harris from Galena Park North Shore. Appreciate uh, everybody for, for making this happen. And now let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts? Um, Let's go with one. I guess we'll do a programming note here of, again, as you know, it is Thanksgiving week. So we will do a show Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we are off Thursday and Friday. Yes. 
Um, Wednesday will be our thanks, our annual Thanksgiving spectacular. You don't got to worry about that. Yeah, we got Pickle's, it. Pickle be crafting. <laughs> I was crafty this week, and I'm excited for people to see it. Um, and the other thing was, a question was asked, what would you call a group of Gregs? Like, you know how some animals, like you call, the, if they're a pack, you call them something different? This is easy. Yeah, it's a murder of Gregs. <laughs> Okay. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little <laughs> bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Greg Hardcastle of Dublin for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.